0: it's lauren welcome to my podcast i am not staying consistent with podcasting and that's okay i plan to only release one or two episodes a month moving forward because i've been super busy and it's kind of taken the back seat (laughs) and that's okay i think sometimes in life certain things take top priority and that's all right for allowing them to change and for things to shift I recently wrote a blog post that I have yet to put up on my website, but it's all about allowing the body and life and things to transition and the fear that comes with clinging onto the familiar and being ambivalent about letting things go or moving forward. So stay tuned for that. If I ever put it up at some point, that would be nice. (laughs) I've just been kind of struggling with time management lately and it, I mean it's only been two weeks I moved to another country so I really need to be patient with myself and just be gentle and allow things to fall into place and to find my groove. But for today I just wanted to kind of give an update and talk about some things that have been coming up and how that might pertain to you. So I was diagnosed with interstitial cystitis which I want to do a whole episode about. But essentially, it's an autoimmune disease that attacks your bladder. And I got it from getting surgery and taking a bunch of medication in October that activated a mast cell. But the reason I'm bringing that up is because I've been adjusting my lifestyle to this new diagnosis. It essentially makes my body super sensitive to anything and everything I do and ingest, which has been really annoying and frustrating. I have cut out, for the most part, dairy because I did notice anytime I eat cheese, I have really bad pain, which sucks because I love cheese. It's like my favorite food in the world. I've been vegetarian since I was about 19 years old, but veganism was something I never really did because I had no interest in giving up cheese. But I do eat mostly plant-based before that anyway so it has been really difficult to stay away from cheese and of course sometimes I'll have a food and it has cheese in it and then I regret it later also with gluten my body has not been responding well to bread or carbs or things like that which also has been challenging not so much right now because I am in Spain but I am going to Italy for two weeks this month and I do plan on eating pasta and cheese so I'm gonna have to figure that out because it's really interesting I don't want to deprive myself especially with the history of an eating disorder I do not do well with restriction but the blessing in this has been that it's made me super focused on what's going on in my body how my body is feeling how my body is communicating to me and talking with me, and having to listen, because anytime I ignore it, it really doesn't let me ignore it, like if I want to have a glass of wine or something, so I have in addition, a really bad case of candida, so I've been working with a naturopathic doctor to limit and kind of eliminate sugar, which sucks because I recently discovered kombucha, and I love it so much and the doctor was like, yeah, you cannot have that if you have yeast. So cutting out sugar, gluten, dairy, it has been a work in progress. And by no means am I anywhere close to where I want to be with that in terms of strict strictness, if that's even a word. I gave up coffee, which I also love so much. But I transitioned to matcha tea. And I'm hoping that this will all be temporary, but like I said, a lot of people that are healthy, there's sort of like this ignorance that comes along with it, not having to look after your health or care about what you're putting in your body, but when you get sick or if you have a chronic condition, it's like you cannot do that because you will pay the price and suffer, and the the pain is not worth a Dorito, so... That's kind of what's been going on with me, just trying to stabilize my health and bring my body back to homeostasis. But I'm not going to lie, it has been really difficult. Like yesterday I got Thai food from a vegan restaurant and it must have had some sort of gluten in it because about four hours later I looked like I was nine months pregnant. My my stomach was just so distended and bloated. So like I said, these hypersensitivities had made me extremely aware of what I can and cannot eat and it hasn't been fun but I'm really just praying that my body will get back to homeostasis and find its balance and recenter. Other than that I've been going to school Monday to Friday. I'm getting certified to be a Spanish, uh, an English teacher in Spain and next month I'll start taking full-time Spanish lessons so I have been really busy it also, like, the last few weeks have been immensely difficult because pr- I prioritize self-care and my mental health and doing my rituals like journaling, yoga, meditating. All are really important for me to stay on top of my psychological state. And the reason I don't suffer with major depress- major depression or any other sort of psychiatric illnesses anymore is because I have made those so critical to taking care of myself every day. But going to school from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. it's been nearly impossible to do that because I'm also in a PhD program. So I've had like absolutely no time for myself. And when I'm not at school I'm doing homework for my other school. So it has been a lot. I am trying to fit things in here or there. Yesterday I took an art therapy class and I went to yoga so that was super nice but On the plus side, with all this going on, even though it's been super hectic and overwhelming and crazy, I have made some nice friends here, which I'm really happy about. I knew that I would meet people. That's always been something that's come pretty easily to me. However, in terms of the other things I was hoping to manifest and call in, that hasn't shown up yet. So it has been a little disappointing, but I just need to keep... Moving forward and trust that things will unfold when and how they're supposed to. So that brings me to the topic of today, which kind of um, relates to my topic last be- week, which was growth. And I just wanted to make one point about healing, right? I don't think you ever arrive at healing. Like, it's not like you make a decision and then you're like, oh, I'm healed. Or you wake up one day and you're like, oh, I'm healed. For me, at least, I think that healing is a constant process. It's a something you can make progress in, but it's never something that is finished. Unless it's, of course, you know, like we're talking about a headache and you're healed from your headache after taking Tylenol. Like it's not healing emotional mental things. It doesn't really work that way, but it's okay. And I'll give an example. So, my prior episode I was talking about how I had met this guy, this Brazilian guy who was just gorgeous and I felt like I was falling in love on the first night I met him, right? So, it scared me because I hadn't felt that way in a long time. It had been since I think June since I liked someone and I felt really strong butterflies and he had asked me to essentially sleep with him and I said no and it was super difficult but I know that it was for the best because it was not worth subjecting myself to that heartbreak again and so last week I went out with my bestie here Kate I said she's my twin flame bestie so shout out to Kate if you're listening we went out, right? And I've been just trying to focus on myself truly because I have so little time. But when we were leaving the club, I was telling Kate, I said, Kate, you know, you you talk to all these guys and you think all these guys are so cute. Well, I didn't think anyone was cute in there except for like one girl that I saw, but I was too afraid to talk to. And then we were walking and we passed by this person, I'm like, Kate, if you want to know what's my type, this is like my exact type right here. She goes up to the guy, I wasn't expecting her to, and she's like, my friend thinks you're so cute. Like, I, it was so adorable. I felt like I was in high school again. And the guy starts talking, and about two seconds in, I realize he's Italian, and I have a very big thing for Italians. I don't know if it's the voice like the accent the words but I was like fuck he's Italian and we started talking and he was just so so cute he had these gray eyes and he seemed super young and he was talking and I just got a vibe that he is like I don't know how to say it nicely a fuck boy an Italian fuck boy <laughs> which is my kryptonite And I was like, fuck Lauren, why am I so attracted to this person right now? He's hot, sure. But first of all, he's probably, I don't know, 20, 21 on a good day. I have no idea how old he was. But also, clearly, he just wants to sleep with you. So why are you entertaining this? So where's my point that I'm going with this was that I thought I had done all this work and I thought I had worked on myself with EMDR and all the books I've been reading and taking six months off from dating and being celibate. And then this beautiful Italian boy with blue eyes and just so my type to a T, I get such butterflies and was so attracted. And I said, damn it, did all the work I do not matter? Because clearly I'm still turned on by emotional unavailability. And I think it doesn't work like that. I really don't think that you take six months off from dating and bam, you're healed and you're never going to be drawn into the bad boy or your old type again that you are working to undo. And this is what I wanted to ingrain in my head mostly was that you need to be gentle and patient with yourself because Let's say you have an addiction, right? And you're trying to stop binge eating. I'll just use from my personal experience. Even though I don't binge eat anymore, it's not like I never think about it again. Or it's not like I eat a box of Oreos, which I never eat processed food like that. (laughs) It's not like I eat a box of Oreos and I don't think, oh, it'd be so good to eat this whole bag of Oreos I could think it. You could think the thought. But what determines if it's a wound that you've healed or not is if you're going to follow through with the action that the old you would have done. So it's okay to be tempted. It's okay to have thoughts of doing things that you no longer align with. What really marks if you've made progress, if you've grown, if you've changed is if you're going to fall back into the trap, if you're going to be pulled in. So that night, the the Italian guy asked me to sleep with him. And there was no part of me that wanted to, honestly. I thought he was delicious, but I'm not having sex with a 21-year-old that I just met on the street (laughs) at 2 o'clock in the morning. Like, There's no fucking way especially with all my pelvic floor dysfunction going on. I have to be super mindful about that. But maybe five years ago, I would have been like, fuck it. I'm going to do this. Or maybe I would have, I don't know, fallen in love with him or something. But I didn't. And that is a big step. So essentially, be proud of yourself for how far you've come even if you have much, much further to go, right? So if you wanted to lose 50 pounds, you wouldn't beat yourself up for only losing 20. Like you're on the way there. You're almost halfway there. Why are you going to quit? Don't stop. Eventually you could get to 50. Maybe not. Maybe you'll get to 45. But the point is that just because you aren't there yet doesn't mean you're never going to get there. You could take three steps ahead one day and four steps back the next. And then you could take five steps ahead the next day and then take two steps back. It's not linear. Progress over perfection, as Katie Morton would say, and recovery really is a journey. It's not stagnant. And it's not like every single day you're gonna just be better than you were yesterday. I mean, that would be great and all, but it's not realistic. Sometimes we have bad days and sometimes... We do fall back into our old patterns. When I stopped binge eating for good, it's not like I woke up one day and quit cold turkey. I know a lot of people do that with certain things like cigarettes and stuff. And that's awesome for you. But it's not like that with everyone, especially if there is a emotional component to it. But there were days when I slipped up. There was days when I would binge eat and I thought, oh, fuck. But did I think my life is over? And let me just go full head into a binge and I'll start again on Sunday. Like, no, I picked myself back up. I forgave myself. I let go of that guilt and that shame. And I just said, all right, I'm going to try again until I get there. And that's what I'm going to do when it comes to my love life. I'm just going to keep trying and noticing the temptation, noticing when I am being attracted to the red flags and just get curious about it and inquisitive and ask myself why, what this resembles, what's coming up for me, where is this stemming from low self-worth or self-protection or whatever. And I do really need to be careful about who I let into, not just my heart, although I am really afraid of being hurt again, but also my body to protect my energy and get out all that toxic shit so there's my TED Talk for the day. Um, I I won't lie. I did meet up with someone that I had met online, right, yesterday. And it was a big hell no. And I I for a second, I was down about it. I'm like, why did I even waste my time? I know I shouldn't be dating, this wasted two hours of my life. This is absolutely terrible. But at the same time, I can recognize where I've grown in that I didn't feel bad for upholding boundaries, there was no physical contact. I'm not interested in seeing the person again. So if they do reach out to me, it's going to be a no. And I'm sticking strong to my no and holding firm and knowing that this is not something that I want. And I don't even feel the need to apologize for that. And I took a risk, it didn't pan out. But That's going to happen a lot of times in life, right? Um, And it's okay. And when I do feel called to go on a date, if I do feel ready, which I don't know if I ever will feel ready with certain things, you never feel ready. You kind of just have to determine that within and then proceed with whatever you find. But it's okay. And... If anything, it was just another learning experience. And I want you to not see your mistakes as failures. I want you to see them all as lessons. And that is how we will ultimately develop and continue to grow and heal as a person. So I'm going to end that there. I thank you so much for listening. Really, Instagram is the only place you can reach out to me. I am on Facebook, but I hardly ever use it. Um... Anyway, I'm going to go work out now. I thank you so much for your time. If you would like to let me know what you thought of this episode, you can DM me. Feel free to like, rate, share, and subscribe. And I'll talk to you in the next episode.